Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be discussing being versus doing. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the differences between a human being versus a human doing. I'm going to discuss how we can shift from being a human doing, which is a person that's heavily focused and dependent on belongings, achievements, and and things outside of themselves for survival, and uh, shift into a human being, which is a person who is self-aware, self-loving, present, and as a result, they experience peace, independence, joy, and freedom. So to begin, in Dr. Hawkins' map of consciousness, which goes from zero to a thousand, he explains that those in a consciousness that's lower, let's say a scale of zero to 200, uh, they're in a lower state, and there are states such as shame, guilt, and fear, uh, versus those who are at a higher state of consciousness, such as love, joy, peace, and enlightenment, which are from anywhere from 700 to 1,000. So Dr. Hawkins explains that at the bottom of the scale, at these lower states of consciousness, people in in those states are much more concerned with having more, and they're attached to, let's say, physical possessions or achievements to give them an identity. You can say that people in this state are people who are looking outside of themselves to get what they need. Now, with such things as possessions and achievements, essentially the attention is to get validation and acceptance from others, and as a result, they're much more dependent on others for those things. And and as a result of this, uh, they're much weaker and hence the lower state of consciousness. Now, as you go up the scale of consciousness, you come in contact with people who are more motivating, motivated by doing. This is sort of midway up the scale of consciousness. Now, this is a higher state of consciousness than people who are motivated to have more. Um, you know, let's say a person who's focused on possessions and appearances, this 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 state of doing would be higher than that. This would be more, okay, well, what is a person accomplishing? Let's say what degree they have or, or how are they contributing to society? Uh, but it's still focused on getting from outside of themselves. And as a result, they are weaker and a lower state than let's say those at a higher state of consciousness who are more focused on being. So a person who is spiritually mature and with a more evolved state of consciousness knows that everything they need comes from within and therefore they don't waste energy looking outside of themselves. They're not dependent on anything outside of themselves. A person in this state of consciousness is fully independent and is an extremely powerful person as a result because they're not, again, they're not dependent on something outside of themselves to give them this power. So individuals at this state of consciousness essentially are tapped in to the present moment. They are, uh, they yield a very powerful force of unconditional love by simply being themselves. And this higher state of consciousness is the place that we all want to be. This is a place where we thrive. It's a place of joy, love, peace, happiness, independence, uh, interconnection, and abundance. Now, while we often think of very highly spiritual people who are in this higher state of consciousness, as, such as the Buddha or Gandhi or Mother Teresa, uh, you know, really anyone can access these states of consciousness by practicing being and thus becoming more aware of who they are, which essentially is a very powerful creator who's tapped into this unbelievable powerful force of unconditional love. 
Now, this is not something that can necessarily be achieved by doing alone, um, but rather by accepting and just being and showing up to life as your true authentic self. When we do show up aligned with our authentic self and accepting and loving who we are, our consciousness is automatically raised and we're able to essentially reach these very high uh, states of consciousness. Now you see a world today that is primarily largely focused on getting, achieving, accumulating wealth and getting approval, all of these things from outside of themselves. So as a result, very weak and very powerless. And uh, this is just proof of how many people in the world today are, are very stuck in these lower states of consciousness. Now, many of us are stuck in states of consciousness that have more to do with uh, doing and, and having as opposed, to, as opposed to being. Now, like I mentioned, while doing is important, it's not necessarily the doing that manifests abundance and, and, and creates the most growth. Uh, there is a necessary amount of doing that is needed. However, it's really about how you do it. It's about the intention, about the energy and the presence that you bring into the doing. So when we do things in our daily life, that are divinely inspired, that come from a place of presence, of beingness, uh, the actions that we take are essentially in the flow of life. And when the actions that we take are in this state of consciousness, it's not necessarily the actions that create, but rather it's the universe creating the re our reality through us. And when we are acting and doing in this state, in this way, uh, life you know, has a certain flow to it and we feel an ease. So it's not, we're not heavily focused on the actions. Uh, in many ways, it doesn't even maybe feel like we're even doing, we're kind of just going with the flow because there's just no resistance and, and our actions are filled with joy and happiness. And we're more interested in, about the energy that we're putting out there and the way that we go about doing the actions as opposed to just focusing on the actions itself. Now doing that comes from a lower state of consciousness is, is putting a lot more emphasis on the doing as the main thing. And it's not really putting enough emphasis on the intention, the energy behind the doing or the mindset or consciousness that ultimately inspires that action. So a person in this state believes that the more they do, the more the success they will have. Um, but this is really only true at a lower state of consciousness, at a higher state of consciousness. It's not more doing that brings success, but it's the right amount of doing. It's doing of the right things and ultimately mixed with higher states of consciousness and with the intentions that are, that are divinely inspired. So a really good example of this is someone who's master, mastered their craft, uh, let's say an athlete or a musician. Uh, it's often described, and, and people who, who are athletes or musicians, they'll explain to you that they oftentimes don't really even notice themselves playing. They're in this sort of flow state, and, and the body's almost moving effortlessly, right? The musician's hand is just sort of playing the instrument, and there's sort of no thought. It's almost mindless. And uh, in essence, the instrument is, is an extension of the musician's thoughts, their emotions, and their state of consciousness, and their brilliance, their artistic talents, their creativity is in is sort of flowing through them and, and it, there's almost an uh, uneasiness to it because in many ways they're not necessarily even playing uh, they're sort of tapped in and, and and in the flow of the brilliant energy that is working through them so from a childhood development perspective children are obviously largely dependent on approval and and survival on things that are outside of themselves to like form an identity to to to, to develop a sense of self now this is why children and teenagers are, are largely dependent on what they have and how they look and, and how what can they accumulate or what they can achieve because in essence this is the this is a, almost an immature or primitive way of being which is very natural and perfectly health, healthy for the stage uh, but ultimately the importance is to is to outgrow that and, and once they get into adulthood. 
Now, as they get older and mature, there is this hope that they will ultimately develop out of these primitive states and then shift into, into a being, uh, more of a human being, and, and ultimately appreciating who they are, appreciating people, relationships, and life itself for what it is, as opposed to uh, being dependent on what they can get or what they can accomplish and what they can ultimately uh, get from outside of themselves. So someone who uh, is still operating in this way into adulthood, in many ways, they're sort of stuck in this developmental process. They're, they're, they're primitive ways of being, and you can say they're stuck in childhood. Uh, and, and this is usually because they have not outgrown these primitive ways of being, and most usually because of lack of nurturing from primary caregivers or from experiences of trauma and abuse, which stunted the development and growth of the individual. They didn't nurture the self so the person couldn't go through the developmental conflicts that they needed to grow out of these ways of operating. So let's translate this into healing. When we, let's say, have been wounded, been traumatized, we're gonna create defense mechanisms and we're gonna have maladaptive coping, coping techniques. Now, as a result of these necessary survival mechanisms, we're gonna get pulled out of alignment with our authentic vibration and our present moment self. So we're usually gonna be in a state of consciousness of, let's say, fear and shame, and we're desperately gonna cleave to control, and ultimately the goal, the intention is to feel safe, whether it's controlling ourselves, other people, or controlling life itself. Now this state, because it is a low state of consciousness, we are gonna be very motivated by the doing, as I mentioned earlier. So the, the issue is that in order to heal, which includes raising our consciousness to higher states of consciousness, we have to practice being and, and showing up to life in higher states, which ultimately requires letting go and surrender. And these things are very difficult to do if you're clinging to lower states for control. Uh, this can be actually very terrifying for abuse and trauma victims. Now there is so much resistance that's going to happen as we cleave to our belongings, let's say our material, uh, materialism, other people, let's say codependency, right, our work schedules, our money, uh, all in an attempt to stay safe and ultimately in control. And, and it's very counterintuitive to let go, but unless we have the courage to do so and leap into the unknown of the present moment, uh, the present moment authenticity, and we're going to be resisting the flow of life, which ultimately the flow of life will carry us upward towards higher states. So if we're clinging to control uh, and clinging to lower states for safety, then ultimately if we cannot get those higher states, so it'll get in the way, it'll cause resistance to the upward floating uh, sort of motivation, or I should say momentum, to higher states, which, which ultimately would heal us. So some of the resistances that I speak of uh, that show up when we're trying to be more as opposed to, let's say, have or, 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 or do are, let's say, overthinking, right? Overemphasis on outcomes, uh, controlling, like I mentioned, cleaving uh, to, let's say, negative fear-based beliefs, false self-identities, uh, clinging to ideas of who we are, or let's say a, a, an image of who we are, um, identifying with your body as your primary identity, clinging to achievements or the reputation you have of yourself, uh, heavily committed to routines, uh, and, and finally, if you're ashamed uh, of, of your authentic self, and these are just to name a few. So one of the main ways that we resist being is trying too hard, right? So this is something that many people on the healing journey are gonna run into. Uh, they'll try to be present instead of just being present. And in reality, healing happens when we sort of get out of our own way and allow the flow of unconditional love to flow through us and, and sort of allow healing to happen. So when we are in the flow, right, like I mentioned, let go and surrender to life, uh, this doesn't take a whole lot of effort. In essence, it takes a lot of not doing. So trying usually implies that we're doing a lot and we're striving, uh, which, you know, almost sounds controlling, right? When there can certainly be attempts to try and do something, but the trying too hard sort of acts as a barrier since, since trying sort of creates resistance to the necessarily letting go that we need to do to we, to, we need to, we need to have to sort of remove the defenses and the controlling relationship patterns that we have in place 
most of the time stemming from childhood. So interestingly enough, there really is no true safety in layers, lower states of consciousness because in essence, we're, we're looking outside of ourself to others for safety, and this creates dependency and dependence. Um, the more dependence we have, the less free and the less safe we are. So true safety and freedom has a lot to do with going on a healing journey, becoming whole, accepting yourself, and uh, being entirely in the present moment, detached from, from dependence and from people and things. And when this is done, we can allow the powerful healing energy of our authentic self to flow through our life and, and heal every wound. And ultimately, this is this is true safety. You're, you're, you're in the hands, so to speak, of the universe or source, and there's nothing more safe to be than that. So, so many of us are human doings and, and, and we're so focused on, on the havingness and, and the doingness. And it's so important to really embody the truth that we really have everything we need inside of us, and therefore we do not need to depend on outside sources to meet our needs. And when we do this, we can let go of resistances, you know, shift out of lack and fear-based states of consciousness, and really truly embody the beingness of who we are, which is who we are is unconditional love. It, it's abundance. It, it's it's pure pure love. So when we do this, in essence, we attract everything we need, everything we want, and it's it's by letting go of the false dependencies that allow us to depend on the one thing that can truly heal, nurture, and care for us, which is which is the universe itself. So when we are present, and when we are practicing being a human human being, right? We are one with the ever-fulfilling force of the universe that knows our needs. It's always holding us, containing us, loving us, and keeping us safe. So this is true freedom. This is joy. This is happiness. This is abundance. And this is what it means to heal. And this is what it means to be a human being. So to share a personal anecdote on this topic, I, I used to obsess. Uh, I'm sure many of us can relate, uh, just obsess over what people thought of me. And uh, as a result, I would work tirelessly to, to get achievements, right? to accumulate more belongings, to be perfect, to look perfect. Uh, in essence, I, I base my entire self-worth on things outside of myself. And, and needless to say, right, I was heavily dependent, I was, I was miserable, I felt entirely powerless, and I really felt like a victim. And ultimately what this was doing, this was reflecting back to me how I had been living in a low sort of fear and shame-based state of consciousness. Now, no matter how much I would accomplish, no matter what I look like, no matter how much approval and validation I got from the outside, it would leave me empty and, and just constantly exhausted trying to get that which was constantly out of reach. And it was really only when I put to practice this present moment awareness, the art of being, was I able to really take back my power and, and again, tap into that present moment unconditional love, which actually filled me up in a way that was fulfilling, and left me happy and, and, and loved and ultimately in my power. So you know, living in a fear-based consciousness, I and, and being a human doing, I was so heavily focused on 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 all the doing, and, and I did. I accomplished so many incredible things um, because ultimately I learned early and often, being raised in this fear-based mindset, that my accomplishments and the way I appeared were my worth, and others' opinion opinions of me were all that mattered, and that it would be terrifying if other people would not see me as perfect or lovable. And as a result, it was just a, a very just terrifying experience if you were to let's say make a mistake or not be perfect, right? So. In essence, it just kept leading to these breakdowns and breakdown after breakdown, trying to get out from outside of myself that which was only able to be gotten inwardly. So since going on a healing journey, right, shifting into a love and abundant state of consciousness, I still accomplish a lot. I still do a lot, but it's a different type of doing. It's a different type of accomplishing. It's, it's a doing that really brings fulfillment because it comes from a place of desire, of peace. It comes from uh, authenticity and ultimately with the intention to grow to my full potential. And uh, it's the, it really is in the flow of life as opposed to trying to force something or ultimately get something uh, from someone uh, outside of myself. 
So I hope this podcast episode resonated with you and, and, and hopefully inspired you to, to notice places in your life and, and experiences in your life where you are motivated to get from outside of yourself. And, uh, and oftentimes we are very heavily motivated to the point where we will get degrees, let's say have ch- children or uh, go just do things that are not necessarily aligned with what we want and who we are, but ultimately because we believe that if we don't, we're going to be abandoned, rejected, and ultimately uh, not get our needs met. So when we do finally break through and realize that we are unbelievably powerful and we can tap into this power of the present moment and, and this healing energy which heals us and ultimately guides us towards our highest growth, towards independence, towards interconnection, uh, then we will be less interested in what other people will think about us and ultimately on things outside of us ourself. And then we can raise our consciousness to higher states of, of love, peace, joy, and abundance. Thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.